Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. But let's get at this issue again about uh, the message that Canada does not have vaccine manufacturing facilities required to roll out all of the COVID vaccine doses required by the national population. Yet, Dr. Donald Gerson has insisted repeatedly his new vax facility in Montreal, right beside the National Resource Council, um, which is favored by the federal government, is, and is not going to be ready and certified for months, probably won't be able to start rolling out any production of vaccines until the end of the year, at least so says now the federal government. Uh, Dr. Gerson is back with us, uh, the owner of NuVax, and I talked about his his very extensive and very impressive CV as a physician and vaccine specialist. Dr. Gerson, how irritating does it get to you? Uh, does it become for you to repeatedly hear that there's no capacity for, or little capacity, insufficient capacity to create and manufacture the vaccine required for Canadians? Well, you know, I mean, we have a facility. It's 150,000 square feet. Anybody can see it. Driving down Royal Mount Avenue in Montreal, it's huge. You've got a big, uh, you know, blue front on it. You can see it immediately. So, you know, it's it's hard to imagine that someone didn't notice this. And we've got, you know, this very large capacity. We can be making two, 20 to 100 million doses of vaccine per year, depending on, you know, which one of the vaccines and their yields and so on. We can be actually making vaccine in probably six to eight months uh, compared to the the government facility that you mentioned that's going to be, in my estimation, two to three years. And, you know, over the last, since we bought it 10 years ago, we spent about $50 million getting the building ready. It's completely ready. We bought it from AstraZeneca. So, you know, an established drug company. It was previously approved by Health Canada, and it's ready to go. You know, we still need, you know, probably $50 million to retool and adjust things for the new processes, which are not the same as, you know, what we had to begin with, but that's not buying big new equipment. It's mostly, you know, all the validation of things like this that are required by the by Health Canada and getting some things upgraded. So we've got a total of 7,500 liters of production volume and four independent suites compared to their, the government facility has 2,000 liters in one suite. And you know, for many years of production, what that means is that we can start a new batch every four days and then be harvesting one every four days once we get into the run. And, you know, the other system will be about two weeks plus cleanup in between, so two or three weeks between runs. And, you know, if you lose a run on that basis, then, you know, a month goes by before you can recover and runs get lost from time to time. So, you know, the the fact that we're here, we're ready, we're willing, we're very capable. You know, over the time that we've been here, 10 years, we've trained over 100 interns on how to use this equipment and how to follow good manufacturing practices, and we can draw on them to bring them in to run the factory. So, 
you know, we're ready to go. And, you know, the way to think about in a very practical real-life sense is, you know, let's see, you're hanging over a cliff and you're about to die. And, you know, you want one rope or you want two or how many how many ropes do you want? You know, you can't have too many ropes and you're hanging off of a cliff. And that's the way we see the, the country right now. And, and, you know, we've got a rope and we want someone to use it. We've got it. We'll throw it over the cliff. We'll hope you can grab onto it, the whole country, and, and you know, save the situation. And, you know, the other thing is the government, I think, is thinking that they have to totally rebuild the biopharmaceutical industry in Canada. But, you know, we are here. We're physically here. We've done it. We've been doing it. We're going to continue to do it. And you can always say, I need a forest and I better plant it. I should have planted it rather 25 years ago. But, you know, if you need to plant new tree, plant it today. They've sort of done that. But we're here. We're a mature tree. We're ready to used and, and to help everybody do it. So, uh, And you, and you, Dr. Gerson, have a decades-long record of successfully producing vaccines internationally. Yeah, so You're not a newcomer to this. For 35 years, I've produced over 3 billion doses of vaccine, plus enormous quantities of uh, these uh, biopharmaceuticals that you, the ones that you hear advertised on the TV all the time. Um, so, yeah, decades and decades of experience in this, and, you know, over the time, you know, in some of the groups I've had, it's been over 600 individuals working for me that, you know, that you need to do this. In this case, we have highly automation, high automation. We've got a facility that's designed for a smaller number of employees, and we can produce an enormous amount with what we've got, just with the upgrades that I mentioned. So, you know, it's, it's you know, you asked me if I'm frustrated. Yeah, it's frustrating to hear on the TV there's no no capacity when here we are and it's frustrating you know the whole purpose of our company the whole purpose of my career has been to help people deal with public health issues from tetanus vaccine to you know smallpox vaccine and the bioterrorism scare in the united states after 9-11 and um that's what i want to do and that's why we're running this company and that's why i bought this building and that's why i'm talking to you because <laughs> because it's just so inconceivable to me. Well, it shouldn't be, but it, it maybe not. <laughs> but it's it, it's just so senseless that you have all this experience, you have the building, you have the infrastructure, you have what you need to get going. You can go get going a lot faster than the organization the federal government has decided on, and yet you're the ones who are being pushed to the margins. Um for, for reasons known only to certain individuals uh, and, and the federal government. Uh, Dr. Gerson, thank you. Uh, all I can say to you is thank you for coming on, and I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get your story out there. Well, thank you very much. And, you know, I think the biggest concern for Canadians is that vaccine nationalism in this crisis situation is a very real thing. Yes. And I'm very concerned that, you know, larger countries or countries with more money well, whatever the story is, countries that have indigenous manufacturing are going to get the vaccine yeah. and we're going to be suffering. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.